0: Welcome back to the talk of fan podcast, and my guest this week on the podcast is Devita Patty. Devita is a digital wellness advocate and teen vogue 21 under 21. She's also a social media strategist and pre-law student based in the New York Mediterranean area in Washington, D.C. While Devita specializes in social media and mental health, her passion lies in public policy and digital storytelling. She is so passionate about using her creativity to create to communicate with others. She has worked with, but not limited to Pinterest MTV, where beauty and the White House, while continuously entering her her undergrad degree in social media strategies in the University of Scranton. She is looking to utilizing her skill set to bring mental health resources globally while demonstrating that creativity and involving every aspect of life. Davida's work is so amazing. And I was a her for that. Her work is so inspiring, especially as she's in college and everything. It's also terrific. But, but Davida, welcome to Talking for Your Podcast. We're so honored to have you on the podcast today and chat with you. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, I know we were kind of talking about this before, but what kind of pushed push you to start bringing mental health resources globally?
1: Uh, So I think, again, during the pandemic, everything was on a lockdown. So really just trying to have mental health resources that specifically were interactive and that kind of bridge community. Because I think within social media, what we love about social media is like the social aspect and less of like the media aspect. I think that's what we're seeing a lot with like Instagram, like the media and aesthetic photos. But I think the social aspect of like social media and having a community was super important and I think that's why like TikTok flourished during the pandemic so kind of having something similar to that but for mental health resources and also engaging like people who look like me
0: oh for sure like even if it's like when you start a TikTok or social media like you always see um people like posting aesthetic photos and like them living your best life but then at the same time it's just like why am I not living life like they are like why is that like you know kind of boring and they're living life every single day but it's like like you said like tiktok instagram really grew the pandemic because they these you know people didn't really have that social interaction in person face to face because you know of course during the pandemic everyone wanted to be safe and not getting sick and getting their family sick so the only way to communicate was through social media like instagram tiktok and everything that's because like with those social media, like people are just looking for that sort of interaction. So they kind of relied on TikTok, social media and everything to kind of get that sort of interaction.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like how did you kind of grow comparable
0: with and drawn to the telescope of different cultures and languages that mark your youth?
1: Um, so I think it's funny. I wrote my um essay to get into college about like the fear of airport security um, Ooh. because I think that... It was like something that I was always scared of like I had a fear, Um, but I think one of like my favorite things about traveling was meeting people and like kind of. getting connections Um, and so like even coming to college, I think I currently work at like the office of global education Um, and I just I love it because you meet so many people with different cultures and it's like. Yes, we're, you know, we're from different areas of the country or even at different areas of the world, but we're able to find, like, something that we can learn and kind of connect within that. And I think that's, like, why I love social media um, and, like, the digital spaces where, like, we're able to actually forge and build connections with people that live so far from us.
0: Oh, for sure. It's like, like, like when we connect with people through social media, whether it's, like, through a podcast, events, um. Or just, like, what on social media is scrolling through and just click on their page and you're like, oh, I need to, like, meet them or something and just connect with them. And that's really how I, like, especially as, like, a maybe influencer or podcasters, that, like, we meet people usually through social media. But when we meet them in person, they're like, you're actually real, like, as is possible. But what made you kind of decide to kind of go to college down here in Northeastern Pennsylvania?
1: um it was actually funny i was always interested in studying like politics or Mm -hmm. um, law i always wanted to go to law school um but i also love social media in the way that like how we can actually interact with it so like the metrics of it and like what actually makes social media so like important in our lives like why do we consume so much of it like why can't students and people put their phone down like what is the thing about social media that attracts it? So um, my mom actually found like social media strategies and the only school or like one of two of the only schools was the University of Scranton. So it was that. And then also I think that within a lot of students, it's the money um, Mm -hmm. and just finding an affordable college um, specifically because I want to go to law school. So seeing like the long-term, I obviously don't want to be in too much debt. And I think this was like the place that um, had like the mixture of both of those two things
0: yeah it definitely does it's like with me as well like i why like i wanted to go to college in, in two years for something political or law because i don't know i'm a big you know like law and order fan and so like with and everything what's going on i'm it's like why can't and some of my favorite tv shows are basically kind of political or law based. It's it's like it made me, you know, like, basically want to come, like, that some sort of career in law or political. But when people hear that, they are, like, political? Are you serious? Like, you're not going to last. Like, how's that going to possible? But then it's, like, wow, I'm kind of love using my voice and things that matter. So I might as well use that, you know. As a way to kind of make a difference, not only in my community, but also different states, countries, you know, everything around the world. And like how is kind of like your deep dive into kind of going to college and going to kind of law-based, political-based uh, career?
1: um yeah so it's funny I feel like I'm the only social media strategies and my concentration is in legal studies um so I feel like that's very interesting just because I'm able to like navigate like my social media strategies and like that coursework but also get experience um and so recently like with the school they have a partnership in DC so you can take Mm -hmm. um an internship in DC and I was there for last um, fall semester and I think it was really Nice to see the ins and outs of DC and just like how things work policy wise, but just like the whole city of DC. I think it's such a beautiful city, and I think sometimes the politics kind of gets in between like the whole nuance of the city, but it's so beautiful and just learning and seeing people who are really active in their community making strives. Um, and I think that is like the area that I really want to get into, and I think that, that, like, you know, legal studies and digital well-being, they kind of can intersect um, specifically yeah. policy-wise and other areas.
0: Yeah, definitely, and um, you founded Eve's Corner, a digital community for Black girls to find scholarships, mental health services, and support, like, how does Eve's Corner kind of help bring awareness to girls that are in need of support or services in terms of, like, mental health or school or support when they're in need. Yeah, I feel like
1: even when I created Eve's Corner, I was still access like accessing the resources. Like going to my first year of college, I will say that it was a little bit of a culture shock specifically like to be in Scranton. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's when like my mental health did suffer a lot. Um, and so I didn't see a lot of people like me in like the peer well-being spaces at my university. So one thing that I loved was actually going and seeing my own resources. Um, and just click on them and seeing videos and anything I would find looking for my own mental health, I would put it on my website just in case someone was in like the similar predicament as I was. Um, and I think that's why I think it's so important, because I think people don't really have resources. Or if they do have resources, it's like a limited amount so continuing on with that journey of like finding scholarships is another big thing, because mm-hmm. people realize how like expensive school is and how it can impact your own mental health. Um, and so, again, having, like, that holistic view of, like, how people cope in the different um, spaces we're are we are in, in, like, the mental space is super important and just, like, the well, well-being well space as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's like with being in Scranton and kind of being raised between Scranton and Wooksbury, it's like living in between Wooksbury and Scranton, they, there's basically different cultures in the areas like you'll see all different cultures no matter like no matter what place you go whether it's like Scranton, um, Pittston, um, Allentown like the surrounding areas like you will see different cultures and sometimes you know you will feel like there's no one you know like you and why is um, the school cost so much but I want to go here so bad it's just like when people like sometimes ask me like oh where do I want to go and to college in two years and I'm just like you know I'm still got my options but these are examples of, of options you know, that I want to kind of maybe consider but it's like the main problem that people tell me and that I sometimes consider well I should probably consider it the whole time but sometimes I do <laughs> but not all the time but it's like really how much your lead school is going to charge you for going to school there and that is like kind of like the main problem that me and my family have been talking about is just like when you are going to college the main thing is how much you are getting education you are needed for your specific career whether it's like business um, you know, mm-hmm. nutrition law school or political science uh, journalism whatever you uh major in it's like Everything comes at a cost in you know, not mean you know, I know a lot of schools, they offer scholarships, but it's also, you know, sometimes very difficult to get those scholarships at the same time. So it's, um, you know, like even if you get the scholarships, there's always kind of, you know, sometimes a price to kind of go to that school and pay sometimes a lot of money you know, when you're going there or even after you graduate.
1: Yeah, and even like within my school, um, there's something called scholarship displacement, which I think like a lot of um, younger or students who are going to college should know about and it's basically that even if you get a lot of money to cover your full tuition of scholarships or your whole like um entire cost the university could actually take some of the money that you take and that's it's actually legal in scranton um and they can take the money that they give you and so you actually end up paying them back for getting the scholarships and so it's like little things like that which is like you know people go to school to get like a degree in education but then you're taking money that they make from like applying the scholarships and all those stuff so it's it's a lot it definitely is like Like, when you started
0: Eve's Corner, like, how did you kind of get the inspiration to start it?
1: I think um, there are so many, again, it was during the um, pandemic, so there are so many people who were creating organizations and who were doing, like, this work, but it wasn't, I think, very specific with who they were kind of wanting to join the websites and wanting to be engaged with their platform. And so it was definitely during like that, that time where I I saw a lot of people online being active in political work or being active in public policy. Um, And I think that's what was so important to me. Um, And I was working for like my local uh, mayor at that time. So it was just seeing like different ways where people around me were getting um, active in their, their own area and own community and I thought I could do that
0: oh I love that like it's just like when you are doing these type of areas it's like when you have that mindset to kind of be like oh I can do that if other people are too and it's like when you have that mindset of like oh I can do that you just kind of go straight forward to doing whatever you want to do whether it's like working for your mayor or a local politician it's just like it just brings you that sort of you know lift me up to being like, oh. I want to work for this mayor, or I want to work with a politician, like, what do I have to do to kind of get that idea? Because even if you get those opportunities before college, it can kind of help you kind of get that experience before college and kind of, you know, gain your experience and use that on your resume to go to college in case, you know, like people, some colleges really kind of consider that like resume in that certain field you're majoring in and it can also help maybe with some scholarships as well so it can really kind of build out you know some things when in terms of going to college or where you want to
1: major yeah exactly
0: and like how do you like use your creativity to communicate to, to communicate with others
1: um i think it's definitely like website designing or platform mm-hmm. or even like social media i tried to say a little bit back from social media but i still do work with other organizations mm-hmm. and so i do like things like um design their merge or platform materials or whatever and i think that's really where i find like the joy in campaigns and just pr graphic design um website designing and just using that because i think especially our generation we are like kind of always on our phone or online so that's kind of that's probably going to be the first form of like media or anything that you see about a topic you're going to find it on the digital space
0: yeah for sure it's not like You could, especially with our generation having cell phones or computers, like you'll find anything and everything on social media. Like, you can look up someone's name and you'll find this much information about it online, which is absolutely insane because it's like, no, if you look up someone's name and you're just like, you can see everything about them, like where they live, their phone number, how many siblings they have, like you will see everything. And it's like, when we are doing public relations or working for a local campaign, or we're looking for doing like a little business to kind of make website designs or something, you have to gain so much information to kind of, you know, build a website, even though I'm sure it's for the same as you as well. But it's like I love creating and it's like whenever it's like making uh, a social media post on Canva or making a reel or um. Creating a website, changing things on the website, like anything that is like creative wise, is just like it is like I just love kind of bringing those ideas to kind of my platform to kind of you know bring our ideas to light in terms of that. But do you think um your mental health journey or experiences like do you ever like bring those experiences kind of to your work on social media or through your platforms?
1: yeah definitely i think even within like the digital well-being space working in social media i think a lot of like how i view social media and what it does to my own mental health has inspired like me to be more proactive with like posting about social media and the you know cons or the effects that it can give to students and young people, especially, and just making sure that what they know that they're seeing is um, not always the truth and not always real, and also to making sure that they have breaks and having a healthy relationship with social media because I remember learning from like hashtag half the story and organization that I work with that like social media is a spectrum. And so we're not all using social media in the same way, but mm-hmm. it's also important to take kind of breaks and just really know where we are. If like we can't live without our phones, it's probably an addiction and we we yeah. we honestly it's not our fault, but there are ways for us to kind of cope with it. And so I think that's a really big part of my own mental health journey is like finding. I think, time away from my phone and time that I can spend, like, reading, exercising, doing ballet, something I think that's more productive to my own mental um, well-being.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's just like when we are addicted to our phones or social media or everything, it can kind of prevent, like, how we live our lives whether it's like going to read a book or maybe going on a run or trying to do something productive but sometimes like we just get lost up on the social media that we forget to do those things and it can really damage our mental health because like from my experience when I'm scrolling through social media I'm just like why is this person living their best life on just sitting here doing work all the time like why am I doing so much work at 17 years old like why is this, you know, why am I living my life because why? why everyone's going out? But it's like, you're just living yourself down like like getting to you, like the anxiety getting to you. Like not, like sometimes I'll tell myself, like not a lot of people are doing kind of what you're doing at this moment. And at 17 years old, and it's like, when you get off that social media, I try to kind of limit myself with social media each day. So to kind of get stuff done and to kind of don't deal with that self-doubt, because I deal with anxiety. So it, it brings so much anxiety, more than I can y- usually get to. And so when I knock my, on my phone, whether it's like I go for a run or I run a couple miles or you know, doing an interview like this or just doing some things I need to get done that day so I won't have to be on my phone. Since, so you know, with being on your phone, like sometimes when you go on it, you would never get off like so it's like when you get off that phone maybe go on it as a break uh, or after school work for maybe two minutes they yeah. answer some phone messages or talk to friends or something but then make sure to just put it down so, so you can get that work done because if you don't put that certain amount of time in you just kind of need to limit that and try to make your mental health good so you can live every single day like basically live your life every single day exactly but like why like people probably are wondering like why is mental health kind of a topic on this podcast and everything but why is like in your opinion mental health important and how are you trying to you know break the stigma in mental health
1: i think mental health is so important because it literally can dictate everything you do and i think that a lot of times as you said the stigma is very present Mm -hmm. Um, I was recently studying abroad in Europe and uh, Spain specifically. And we were trying to do like an activation um, and thinking through ways. And I feel like for them, it is more stigmatized than us i just realized that um and so actually bringing awareness to how mental health affects everybody and i think the fact of the matter that it it has no you know boundaries because it can affect people in so many different ways young old different ages and so i think it's super important to shed a light on like you know mental health yes but also the cultural aspect of well-being and how it kind of plays a role into the youth especially especially since we're seeing such a big mental health um crisis
0: Mm -hmm, exactly it's just like when you were going through that um with social media like it can make like you said a big mental health crisis because when people are seeing stuff on social media it can change their perspective on what they do especially during the pandemic the social media and everything involved social media really skyrocketed. The only thing we can do is really watch television or go on our phones, but it was also a main factor to kind of pursue their dreams online. I know, like, like we both talked, like we started some of our career stuff during the pandemic, so it really was a major, you know, shift in terms of for people pursuing their dreams, trying to um get things done, trying to not focus on their phones, even though it was a main factor. But I feel like it was kind of like a main push to really, you know, get ourselves out there and kind of using our time to boost our platform to really use our voice in what we what we believe in, whether it's like mental health or politics, what's going on. I know like people have so many things they want to share, like in terms like what they believe in. But every platform and I know I realized was different in every way because people obviously have different opinions. So it's like with every platform they share their opinions, but that is like a major shift. Because I realized like when during the pandemic people started to really, you know, put themselves out there, and use their opinions and kind of use their voice and what they believe in. Yeah. But the last thing I um have to ask, like want to ask you before we head off, but what is some advice for someone who wants to make change in terms of mental health?
1: I definitely would say I think a lot of times we think of like starting our own organization, which I think is super important. Um but one of my friends recently was talking um about actually joining in with other organizations in your community who are actually doing the work. I think that it's great to be a, a you know stand alone, but I think having a community and people to fall back on and people to uplift you is really important so really joining in with other organizations who are doing the work Um, nami has a few chapters Um, active minds as well is a really good place for college students who are interested in like building community around mental health Um, and there's so many others i think bring change to mind as well comes to mind for high school students and so there are always i think organizations who are looking for more students to be engaged with their work Um, so i think we're definitely starting on a community-based level and then just going up and connecting more people and for people to find your work. I think that's like one of the best ways that you can really get involved.
0: Oh, definitely, I love that. And I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode of Talk of Fame. I hope everyone took as much information as I did from like everything you're doing is absolutely amazing and it's making such a difference and i love everything you're doing and make sure everyone to go check her out like where can people follow you on social media if they want to connect with you
1: um so my instagram is hellodavyp i usually don't actually post on it only for a few um campaign activations that i do um but you can also find me on linkedin at davidapati um but i think you know you can find my platform which is where i am most of the time at eve's corner uh but yeah amazing so everyone go check around on social media i totally
0: recommend and i hope everyone has a great rest of your day and thank you davida for coming on i mean so much
1: thank you for having me
0: of course have a great rest of your day
1: okay thank you
0: bye, bye.